Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Look, um, I'm going to get right to it. Today, we have a show that is going to focus in almost entirely on the uh, proposed European Super League. Uh, I was going to do a show yesterday. Obviously, the announcement came over the weekend, and Monday morning, I was going to do a show yesterday. But I, I was so disappointed with what happened yesterday with the announcement with the seemingly intractable position that these quote-unquote big teams have taken and with where I see my beloved sport going that quite frankly I I had to process my thoughts and my opinions before I brought them to you and uh, was able to share them with you because um, potentially we are seeing a massive reshaping of global football and I think it's a really important topic of discussion one that uh, the next hour alone will not handle adequately but I will do the very best that I can look I'd like to welcome you to the show if you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network or Sirius XM I'd like to also welcome in our men and women in uniform around the world who are listening on the American Forces uh, Network. It is great to have you with me. Uh, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app, or if you download the podcast at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, uh, I welcome everybody to the show. Kind of uh, a uh, introspective show today. I think that the uh, news certainly warrants a little bit of thought and uh, some reasonable discussion. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, also Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Let's keep the discussion going along after the show because this topic, folks, this issue, this bombshell that we have all been privy to over the last few days is uh, monumental I literally mean monumental in its import. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. I'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Let's get ready to kick off this very difficult discussion. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Island Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Gieber. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. For all you early birds out there listening on Sports Overnight America. Yeah, big show today. On top of which, we had a, a very interesting weekend of action. We had the sacking of Jose Mourinho, which I am not surprised at. We had Arsenal with uh, another horrendous result, and I'm shocked Arteta still has a job, and Mourinho doesn't. Liverpool absolutely squat. I am so disgusted with my team on so many levels, I cannot tell you right now. 
They squander an opportunity to get into the Champions League spots. But then again, now apparently, they just don't care. They're going to create their own Champions League. There's so much to unpack over what has happened this weekend alone. Uh, we could probably spend the better part of the next five or six hours discussing it. We're going to do that, though, but we're going to do it over the course of the week. Obviously, the big results are the fact that... <clears throat> excuse me. I got something in my throat here. Uh, West Ham United lose to Newcastle. What an absolute shocker. That opened up an opportunity for Liverpool to jump into four spot. All they had to do was to beat Leeds United. They absolutely squandered the game, gave Leeds United uh, an opportunity to get back into the game in the second half, which they did beautifully. They got a very well-deserved goal. And I tell you what, uh, the misfiring and impotence of Liverpool continue um, this is a club that is doing some serious soul-searching right now. And yes, you can blame injuries. Yes, you can blame you know Van Dijk and Gomez being out for the season and having to change shape. All Those are just excuses, folks. Liverpool are one of the richest clubs in the Premier League. They have a huge squad. They have the, abil they have the ability to sign players in the January window, which they did. They are just bottling it. As is Arsenal Football Club. 1-1 against Fulham. Can you believe it? At the Emirates. Okay, Jose Mourinho, you know, gets the sack after Friday's draw with Everton. But Arteta still has a job. 1-1 with Fulham. At home. Come on. Terrible. Should Mourinho have gone? Absolutely. Should Arteta go? Absolutely. Man City continue their run to the title. You know what I love? We're going to get into this more in the next, in the next couple of segments because, um, you know, we talk about the quote-unquote big six in the Premier League and, we, and the kind of established teams and there's all this discussion about the European Super League, which we're going to get to here very shortly. Don't worry. And you know, the big six of Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. I'm missing one, but you'll help me out here. <laughs> United, City, Chelsea, thank you. Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. But you know, Man City are only very recently in the scheme of the footballing history a big, quote unquote, big club. I mean, they were playing in the first division. They they had to get promoted to the Premier League when in 2001, 2002, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe it was the year after or year before. Only with the Qatari money did they become a, quote, big club. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not dissing Man City in any way whatsoever about that. I'm just trying to set the record straight when we talk about big clubs and how things change. The problem is, yes, things change, and I'm, and I'm, all, for, and I'm all for things changing. But what the big quote-unquote, or let's just say not the big clubs, let's say the rich clubs are doing, is that tr they, try, they try to shut the door behind them with financial fair play. And I just don't think that's fair. I like fairness. 
I think fairness adds to the character of the game. I like an even playing field. I don't mean even teams. I don't like parity. I think parity's boring. But I want other teams that are in Division One to look and say, I can do the same thing that City did in 2001, 2002. You know, I can get new ownership. I can get promoted. I can invest in the community. I can become one of the big boys of global football. There's nothing wrong with that. That's ambition. That's what ambition is. That is not only uh, a... a Something that's uh, in, in each of us as a human being, we are all ambitious. We all want what we don't have. We all want the ability to strive and achieve. But it's also a very, very American trait. Just because I was not born into aristocracy doesn't mean I can't make it to be an American aristocrat. You know, it is one of the founding notions of this country. Through hard work and merit and perseverance, you can make it. Well, anyone else could make it too. And I, I'm getting off topic because I wanted to talk about the weekend. And look, all of a sudden, I'm now talking about starting to tickle the, to tickle the outsides of the topic I really want to talk about today. But let's wrap up the weekend, shall we? Let's wrap up. Uh, the weekend results. So Liverpool absolutely bottle an opportunity. You know, they do not deserve to go to the Champions League next year. I'm sorry. United get the job done at home against Burnley. Arsenal, horrible draw against Fulham. Newcastle, what a win for boring old Brucey getting a win at home against West Ham 3-2. And Wolves putting the final nail in the Blades coffin uh, for their Premier League season. Obviously, Friday also we had that 2-2 Everton Spurs that ultimately uh, resulted in the sacking of Jose Mourinho. And don't forget, folks, we have we have matches coming up uh, almost uh, every day uh, this week. It is a strange situation. But at a time where we're seeing some real competition in the Premier League, which is for the neutral, and I'm so disgusted with my team right now, I'm prepared to say it's a good thing. Look at Leicester. Look at West Ham United. How great is that? Look at Everton with Ancelotti. Look at Leeds with Bielsa. You've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, United, the, the young manager. I mean, young relatively, obviously. Former player, manager, getting it done. Leicester City, West Ham. You can get to the promised land through merit, through hard work, through good teamwork, through cohesion, through systems, through applying the Roy Orozco, the Ray Orozco principle. Something we talk about on this show a lot. And just because your name is Liverpool Football Club, okay, or Arsenal Football Club, or Tottenham Hotspur, doesn't mean you have an inalienable right, an un assailable right to live in the top four. You've got to earn it. I don't care if you won the title last year, Jürgen. Your team sucks this year. From that 7-2 thrashing by Villa onwards, this team has been a, an absolute disaster.
But that is why we watch the game. That is why, if you're a betting man or woman, and I know you are, you get head over to betonline.ag, and that's where you put your bet in, because, by the way, they have bets on everything that you might possibly want at betonline.ag. Baseball, hockey, soccer, European soccer, MLS, uh, golf, uh, reality shows. They've got it all. Head over to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook. And if you sign up now, you can get 50% off, a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, the point I'm making is that's why the games are played. Because you just never know what's going to happen. All right, I'll be right back. Let's talk European Super League when I come back. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. The weather's changing. The sun is shining. Uh, the cold edge has come off. And here in Las Vegas, I'm looking forward to spending some quality time in my swimming pool as, uh, as we start to warm up. And it is time now, with the changing seasons, to make my outdoor experience all that much better with Kynon. Kynon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're Japanese. It makes their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger. They've got Italian handcrafted frames that are almost impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KYNONCAST. KYNONCAST. C-A-S-T. KYNONCAST. 15. KYNONCAST15 at KYNON.com. And get 15% off your first pair. That's KYNONCAST15. KYNON. Clearly better. Let's get to it, folks. Uh, what I, you know, I have never been a massive, 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 massive fan of American sports, and 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 I've been in America since the late seventies. Most of my adult life, almost all of my adult life, I'm a veteran of the armed forces. Even though I might sound English, I am truly a true hybrid. I love this country. It has its flaws, absolutely, uh, but I have not managed to sink my teeth into the rich fabric of the American sports landscape for a lot of reasons. The primary, primary reason is I think it's a rigged and fixed system. Whether you're talking NFL Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, National Basketball Association, Major League Soccer, you name it. I have a problem with the setups of the American sports landscape. By the way, not meaning to say I don't enjoy the matches, I do. And I have been season ticket holders at the LA Galaxy and at the LA Kings and you name it. I love basketball, love to watch the Lakers, I love to watch, you know, 
I, I enjoy the spectacle, but but do I really like get into the nitty gritties? Am I, I? So when I say I've not managed to sink my teeth into it, by that I mean I enjoy the games. I like to go to the games. I watch them. I'm a fan of the athletes. I'm a fan of some of the teams, absolutely. But the league play and the league structure itself doesn't keep me on the edge of my seat. Because I know, I have a bad year this year, no problem. Come back next year. Finish bottom of the league this year, we'll have a first-round draft pick and uh, be able to, you know, beef the team up and make a run for it tomorrow. Or, in the case of almost all of these sports, the regular season really doesn't matter. Just make it to the playoffs and get hot at the time the playoffs start. Look, th this is the American sports landscape. If you grew up in this country, this is what you, this is what you know, this is what you love. I, I, I get it. I get it. I really do. The one thing that's missing from that structure is jeopardy. You know, when the Romans went to the Colosseum or the Flavian Arena, as it's more properly called, they watched gladiators fight with real swords, real armor. The trident, the net, the helmet, the sword. And they would fight to the, sometimes fight to the death, which would result in, you know, somebody give, paying the ultimate sacrifice for your entertainment. Now, we've come a long way since then. <laughs> That's a good thing. But, you know, for my sport, I, I, I want to see high stakes at play. No, I don't want to see, you know, the losing player in the game get, you know, his head chopped off or whatever it is. I have no, that's obviously not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the jeopardy of losing, the jeopardy of mediocrity. Your fans who live and breathe and die and and sing your songs and, and buy your shirts and follow your, your players, they deserve it. They deserve a team that takes to the field every season like their sporting life rests on it. And it should. We don't have that in America. It's a different flavor. It's a different process. It's uniquely American. It's completely un-American, though, in its concept. It's elitism. Just look. Let, I tell you what. Let's let, let's take a look at soccer for a minute. Let's take a look at Major League Soccer. Now, I, I watched the uh, opening game. The uh, or I think it was the opening game, uh, which was the LA Galaxy against uh, Inter Miami. It was a cracking game. Don't get me wrong. It was a very exciting, enjoyable game of professional football. Was it as good as the Premier League? No. Was it as good as Serie A or La Liga? Or no? no, it doesn't matter. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But it means nothing. So into Miami lose. Bah, big deal. They'll make it into the playoffs. String together some good results towards the latter part of the season. But I tell you what will never happen. Sacramento Republic will have a greatest game, the greatest season. They'll go unbeaten, 
and get they will never make it to play with the big boys because they don't have the two hundred million dollar ticket that they need to enter into the elitist club, to enter into the Mar-a-Lago of sports. So the notion in America that under hard work and merit and blood, sweat, and tears, you can achieve success and be rewarded for your success is complete bullcrap when it comes to American sports. The only way you're getting in to play in the big boy club is if you have the big boy dollars for the big boy ticket. Forget how good, bad, indifferent, or even if your team existed before you entered the top league. Now, I'm sorry, folks. There is something inherently skewed and wrong and distasteful about that. So that is the landscape of American sports. That is that is why I, while I enjoy the uh, the games here and there, while I enjoy the teams and the spectacle and all of those things that are good, by the way, for my entertainment dollar. I'm not not complaining. I don't get emotionally vested in American sports and teams because I know every year fundamentally is a reset of the clock. And that is why the English Premier League, for me, and if you're Spanish, you like La Liga, if you're French, you like the Ligue 1, if you're Italian, you like Serie A, etc., etc., is the pinnacle of football. And the Champions League as well. Because in order to get into those leagues, in order to play in those leagues, you have to have achieved the success on the pitch to justify your existence. And you have to maintain a standard, a level of play, a level of ambition, a level of investment, a level of training, a level of infrastructure in order to stay there. Look at Leeds United, folks. I, I, I can't say enough about it. I mean, from the Ken Bates era, from the, you know, the destruction of Ellen Road through bankruptcy and forward selling t tickets and all the rest of this crap, look at where they are now, back hard work, perseverance. Look at Rangers in Scotland. Hard work, perseverance brought them from the lowest level of Scottish football all the way back up to the height of the Scottish Premier League based on their sporting merit alone. Believe you me, they tried to write a big check, Rangers did, once they got, you know, once they got new ownership and basically, but they basically were a new club with, the, they sort of bought the brand and it, it look, I, no disrespect, it, it's still the same Rangers, but, but you know what I mean. Hard work, merit, perseverance, and we have the same thing in the Champions League. It is the Champions League because it was the league set up so that the champions, the people that won the, their respective European leagues could play in a tournament and you could see the best of the best play it out and at the end, that cup with the big ears, what it was uh, you know, called the European Cup. It was uh, the European Club Championships Cup, I think is, was the original word name for it. But it, the European Cup is what it was known as. And then, of course, it morphed into the Champions League. It opened up, tried to make it more inclusive, bring in a few more teams from some of the other countries that were also really good. Uh, and so then they developed the group stages and the knockout stages, and they're imperfect. And, and they've redone them, by the way. We're going to talk about that. But at the end of the day, if you p 
perform well, you make the Champions League. Liverpool Football Club do not deserve to make the Champions League this uh, for next season, regardless of the fact that they were the champions last year and two years ago they won the tournament. It's not what you did back then, it's what you do now. Can you maintain that ambition? That's what it's about. All right, I've got to go to break. Let's pick up the discussion. Let's talk about this abomination when we come back right here, World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Twitter me, twatter me, reach out, flatter me, but most importantly, give me your opinion about this European Super League at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you. We are presented by betonline.ag. And before we get to uh, the discussion of this uh, European Super League, I have to say the support for our podcast and our show is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high-quality wellness CBD products, which are created by athletes just for you. Uh, That's why. So, look... um, I have sleep problems. Uh, I don't have focus energy problems. I certainly have sleep problems and, and a little bit of stress. And that's why Just Live came out with their new CBD gummy line. They have six, six different flavors, sleep energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C, vegan and low sugar. Just Live was founded by professional athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez because they wanted to create a CBD product they could trust and that they could stand behind. If you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, or immune health, I highly recommend giving these a try. And right now, if you buy one of their new gummy products, you get the other one free. There are six different benefits to choose from. So instead of just choosing one, visit JustLive.com and use code SUPPORT. S-U-P-P-O-R-T, to buy one, get one free. Uh, that's right, buy one, get one free of the new gummies line. Use code SUPPORT at JustLive.com. Buy one, get one free, JustLive.com. Use code SUPPORT. So, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, United, Tottenham, Inter Milan, Juventus, AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, and Real Madrid have decided unilaterally that they're not making enough money. Ah, look, for teams like Barcelona and Real Madrid, to a degree Manchester United, they are suffering a, uh, shall we say, a uh, the after effects of runaway, rampant, ridiculous spending that has seen some of these teams, Barcelona being the primary example, a billion dollars in debt. So if you have bought your way, and, and, and I don't mean this necessarily negatively, folks, but if you have been a high-spending, big-money, cash-flashing and splashing SOB, uh, there comes a time when the credit card bills have to get paid, but you're still have to do what you have to do and so you know maybe maybe you're not going to be the greatest team this next couple of years listen talk say what you want about Stan Kroenke at Arsenal and 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 I will do that I'm not a fan 
Stan Kroenke. But, you know, he was honest with the fans. Said, look, we're going to build the stadium. I'm going to try to do it without much debt. So we're not going to be signing a lot of players, big name players. And, and that was the truth. Of course, the rest of it was complete a complete lie. As soon as the stadium's in and we've got all this wonderful stuff happening, you know, we're going to be one of the richest teams in Europe and we'll be able to sign anybody. And, of course, that was complete crap. That was a complete lie fed to you, Arsenal supporters, by Stan Kroenke. Because as soon as the stadium was up and the money comes in, and by the way, Arsenal Football Club, one of the most expensive ticket match day tickets in Europe, well, you know, Kroenke pockets some money. He doesn't reinvest it in the team. So a, a fiscal, a responsible fiscal outlook for your team is important. So now we find ourselves in a position where COVID has hit. Many of these big teams and little teams have taken massive hits because they don't have the revenue from the people in the stadium. It's not critical. It's not fatal. It's not going to put them out of business like it nearly did here in Major League Soccer because most of the vast bulk of the money that comes into uh, these teams is broadcast revenue. So these teams have now taken it of themselves. And again, I love the idea that Manchester City is somehow a big six team. Uh, they are a big six, but historically, they're not a big six team. It's a team that in 2001, 2002 got promoted to the Premier League and new ownership and investment. And they've done very well with it. And they have more money than God, okay? Same thing with uh, Chelsea Football Club and Roman Abramovich. Give me a break. They've decided that the notion of having to fight your way through the domestic league to get a place in the Champions League at the end of each season is just, it's just silly. The, uh, you know, listen, everybody wants to see Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Inter Milan, Juventus, Atletico play each other because that's what we do. We just, we just want to see it. And you know what? That's crap. I want to see... The teams that qualify by sporting merit make it to the Champions League or the European Super League, whatever the hell they want to call it. History tells you it's the Champions League. The European Cup morphed to the Champions League. That's why you have six stars, eight stars, a thousand stars, Real Madrid, I'm joking, but you know what I mean, on your European kit. The history... It's about history. It's about tradition, as Topol sang in Fiddler of the Roof. It's Fiddler on the Roof. You have to earn it to get there. It's not a ticket based on your name. Come on. Who wants to see Arsenal do anything right now? They are god-awful. Despite the fact that Juventus splashed all that cash out in Cristiano Ronaldo, they're not that great either, the old lady of Italian football. Well, playing like an old lady. You know what? Do something about it on the pitch. Look at what Leicester City have done with Brendan Rodgers. But just saying my name alone should guarantee me a position in the top flight league is crap. 
And if that's where the preponderance of the money is going to come into these clubs, you are going to see them no longer caring so much about the Premier League, no longer caring so much about the FA Cup or these other things. They don't care. As long as they get to play and swim with their big, rich friends and pocket all the money, that's all they care about. Guess what? We're talking about an American-style league where sporting merit counts for nothing. It's an abomination. It goes, flies in the face of the notion of soccer as every man's game and woman's game. It flies in the face of the concept that, you know, little Michael Owen, little Diego Maradona could grow to become superstars without being, you know, 10 foot tall super athletes. It's the same thing. Your club, your little club could grow into a big club could be one of the big boys 10, 15, 20 years from now with ambition, with sporting merit, with careful and good management. But the door is open. The pathway is there. You don't need an invite from uh, Mar-a-Lago to come through the door. Your ticket through the door is your achievements on the pitch. And that's what makes football the world's greatest sport. That's why it has 2 billion fans globally. That's why the Champions League is considered the absolute pinnacle of club success. But if you go with this closed system, and I'm sure the Cronkies and the Fenway Sports Groups and the Glazers love it. This is what they want. They're guaranteed to play, to play in the big pond, guaranteed all that delicious television revenue and i guess an investment bank is putting up like three billion euros to start this thing it is a sellout of everything we love about the game and those teams arsenal chelsea liverpool city united tottenham inter juve ac atletico barcelona madrid you go with this you are banned that simple i agree with uefa UEFA are trying to revamp the Champions League. They're doing the best they can. They're trying to make it <clears throat> as open and as accessible as possible while try still trying to keep the same interest and the same, you know, the same dynamism with it. They are trying in good faith to do it. And yes, FIFA and UEFA have been corrupt as hell. We all know that. But there is nothing wrong with what UEFA is trying to do. And I would suggest to these 12 breakaway clubs, work with UEFA to make it a better tournament. But that doesn't guarantee you a ticket to ride. You have to earn your ticket to ride. I will lose all interest in European football if promotion and relegation and jeopardy uh, is gone. I want to see gladiators fight with swords. I don't want to see them fight with nerf swords. And I know you feel that way too. And I am disgusted with my club, Liverpool. I just got done over the last uh, few months saying I thought Fenway were the best owners in sports. It's rubbish. They're trying to sell out the league, sell out the sport, sell out the game. And I've had enough of it. How about UEFA ban those teams from the Champions League and strip them of their titles? Because this is destructive, not just to themselves, but to the fabric, to all of those other teams. By the way, uh, you know, kudos, kudos to PSG. 
kudos to Bayern Munich, uh, kudos to Porto, kudos to a couple of these other clubs that have said they are dead set against this. I am dead set against this. If this is a negotiating ploy, then let it be a negotiating ploy. Let's get it done with. But I will not give this tournament the time of day. And I think it is only appropriate, only appropriate, that those clubs, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, United, Tottenham, Inter, Juve, AC, Atletico, Barcelona, and Madrid be banned from European tournaments. And I tell you what, if UEFA and FIFA decide they're going to ban the players that play on those teams, if you play in the ESA, you cannot play in the, in the international competitions, I think that will put a very quick end to this very, very efficiently. And that is what they need to do. And for you, Florentino Perez, you, sir, are a piece of steaming crap. You are prepared to sell out the entire sport globally because your team is in debt and you can't find your way out of it because you have been spending money like a drunken sailor on leave in Thailand. That is your problem. But don't ruin the game for everybody because you have been fiscally irresponsible or don't have the pocketbook to match your ambitions or your big bloody mouth. Same thing with Barcelona, by the way. I mean, Arsenal, Stan Kroenke, that's the cheapest owner in the world. Roman Abramovich, what's he doing on here? What, 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 why on earth is Roman Abramovich doing this? Okay, Fenway, they're American. They want, you know, they don't like promotion and relegation. Okay, if we've got to have it in the Premier League, fine, we'll have it in the Premier League, but I don't want it in the, in the European competition. United, well, that's the Glazers, say no more, right? And Daniel Levy and Tottenham, well, <laughs> uh, if you think Tottenham are a big club, you're probably delusional at this point. Beautiful stadium, by the way, but yeah. All right, those are my opinions. What do you think? Are you for the ESA? Are you against it? Let me know. Find me on Twitter, at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Look, this has got me so hot and bothered that uh, I haven't even been able to think straight. We'll be talking more about this throughout the week and as this story unfolds. All right, I've got to run. We're presented by betonline.ag. Got to take a break. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Pilot Broadcast Network, Sirius XM. Um, I am with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Uh, we talked the beautiful game. By the way, the t midnight and 3 a.m. is on Sports Overnight America, so check us out. Uh, we are also, obviously, on iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app. And our podcast is on the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, where you'll find lots of other great programming and loads of soccer programming on there if you like the beautiful game as I do. Although I will say, with the new European Super League, it is less beautiful. And I am not a supporter. And I want to see this thing crushed 
and squashed. And I'd like to see a little humility from these teams that have put everybody through this. And if this is just a negotiating ploy to try to hold UEFA ransom for more money out of the Champions League, shame, shame, shame. Because you're not the only clubs that are suffering. There are clubs with less global brands than you, with smaller global brands than any of those 12 clubs that have really suffered during this pandemic, that can't make it up through global shirt sales or global broadcast rights or their own TV channel in, you know, 53rd world countries. That's not how it works for those clubs. They are on life support. You, my 12 rich friends, are not on life support. So why you want to take... It's like, <clears throat> it's like the rich people when uh, we're having a bit of a shortage of food, going to the food bank and gobbling all the food that's there that the truly poor and starving people are there to eat. That's what it's like. It's like they bring their food hampers and they just shove it in there. All right, listen, we're going to talk about this more as we go along. Uh, I'm not going to solve the, the world's problems today, uh, but I do hope you, you will join me uh, each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again midnight, right here on these networks so we can continue the discussion. Uh, again, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Reach out, talk to me. This is a huge story in global football as we are just, what, two months away from the start of the Euros. we got to talk about it. All right, I'll be back on the air with you tomorrow. Till then, have a great night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.